Alrighty, everybody. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast Week 9 will be starting tonight. And uh, going to look a little weird, I think, tonight. Uh, a little different maybe than it looked a few weeks ago. Um, but nonetheless, the San Francisco 49ers will be hosting the Green Bay Packers. Wiz, how are you doing today? Yeah, doing doing pretty good. <laughs> An interesting game, uh, to say the least, considering that I, I guess right now I didn't see any news on Aaron Jones yet, but the Packers may be without their top three running backs for this game. Uh, Jamal Williams and uh, A.J. Dillon already been ruled out with COVID, and uh, Aaron Jones has been kind of hurt, so they're kind of down to their fourth and fifth string uh, running backs. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, I know you like to watch these lines from the very beginning of the week. Now, I've I've only caught up in the last 24 hours, so I don't know where the line in this game started out. Uh, but just to your point about COVID, um, we knew this season that there would be certain games where, and I think there are some people with legitimate question marks as to why you would actually play this game tonight as you've had one player who tested, he played in that game last Sunday, and that was A.J. Dillon who actually tested positive. Jamal Williams was considered uh, close contact. He doesn't play. I mean, I, mean, I got to believe a lot of players had close contact with, with uh, A.J. Dillon last week, but we knew certain, and you know, as, as you mentioned, uh, Aaron Jones dealing with an injury, but you know, certain teams were going to be negatively impacted. So here are the Green Bay Packers coming into San Francisco, which, by the way, they came into San Francisco twice last year and got their doors blown off in both games. Now, granted, this is a very different San Francisco 49er team right now. But they come in here losing and getting punched in the face by the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook runs all over them. So they come across the country. They're going to be playing today, as you mentioned, most likely without their top three running backs. And lo and behold, the line keeps moving in the direction of the Green Bay Packers. I, 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 when I saw this line for the first time, probably about 36 hours ago, it was the Packers laying six. It's up to seven and a half now, so I don't know what the hell's going on there. And obviously, we'll talk a little bit about the San Francisco side of it because they've been impacted in a negative fashion as well. But you have two teams coming in here on fairly wobbly footing, you know, given not that the the Packers have played a lot better this year overall, but you have two teams coming in here on wobbly footing. I'm just kind of shocked that the Packers are seven and a half point favorites in this ball game. In, in a stadium where, like, like I said, they're still trying to erase those bad memories from last season. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the 49ers backup quarterback, and I think they're taking volunteers uh, off the street to see who can play wide receiver for them for the game tonight. They are just completely depleted at quarterback. He banged up, lost uh, lost Coleman last week after returning down, you know, down running backs. And not only is Debo Samuel missing the game, but are uh, you out with COVID? And, of course, the great George Kill missing the game as well. So And, and, Kendrick, Bourne, who, and, and, and right. Kendrick Bourne, who had a big game last week. Yeah, he's out as well. Yeah, I mean, the cupboard is kind of bad for the uh, – it's kind of bare for the, for the 49ers in this game. So uh, – yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure what is going to take place in this game tonight. 
So, so it's funny, um, you know, Wiz and I, uh, we, we, we we're in a league where we're partners together. Um, it's a it's a serpentine league that we do. I think the top five players that we took in that in that draft, and it's also a two quarterback, it's a super flex league, so you draft two quarterbacks. But the top five guys that we picked in this league have generally done nothing for us for, for the better part of the last five or six weeks. Uh, no, well, well, Dak Prescott was our number one pick, and he's he's out for the year. Joe Mixon has missed a lot of time. Uh, Godwin. Uh, most, I mean, yeah, we, we just, just, <laughs> yeah, we've just absolutely got, yeah, it's why it's one, it's been one of, one of those, but, you know, one of those, but we went yeah. out there tonight, you know, for this, for the, for this game. And, you know, we, we decided, you know, to take a chance on a player, you know, because of, and again, this is for DraftKings or even in a league where you may be impacted by injury and COVID. And like I said, both of these teams are being impacted by COVID in a very big way in their skill positions uh, this week. But when we went out of our way to pick up uh, Trent Taylor for for a cheapie uh, to plug him in for the week in the slot for the San Francisco 49ers, I think, I think Taylor and, and Richie James and I don't know who, maybe... Uh, Maybe they'll bring one of those. Uh, maybe maybe one of those old 49ers will suit up for this ball. Maybe Jerry Rice is around and get him out there uh, to suit yeah. up for this ball game. So I don't know who's playing receiver for the 49ers. I really don't because they they also just let go of Dante Pettis. Yeah, he was yeah, picked up by the Giants, I think. Right, the yep. Giants signed yep. him, I think. Yeah, it's a strange, it's a, it's a strange, strange game to say the least. Uh, you know, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, has had this real difficult relationship with the 49ers. I mean, he's a Cali kid and he's never quite gotten over the fact that the 49ers didn't draft him. And then what's made it worse is he has gotten some of the worst defeats at the hands of the 49ers. So I guess this is going to be like some sort of revenge game. He may would like to run it up, but uh, I don't know. I'm not quite sure about the personnel for the, Green Bay in this game, I guess they can run it up, uh, you know, if they get on top of them uh, with, you know, uh, backup quarterback and no Kittle as well. But, uh, yeah, to your point, I'm kind of dubious about this game in general. Yeah. So it's a- seven and a half and I think 48 and a half. Did you have a, did you have a view on this game? Uh, yeah, I just think, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, the line has definitely been tilting. I, I'd like to see, first off, what happens with Aaron Jones. I'd like to see if uh, if Alan Lazard actually plays in this ball game. He started practicing about 10, 11 days ago. He did make the trip to San Fran. They have not announced anything on yet, so I'm watching for that. Because I think the Packer... The Packers, who were trying to make a trade into the deadline but failed to come to any, and Will Fuller was actually the most prominent name uh, alongside of Randall Cobb. But, you know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling has really been inconsistent. And, you know, I think um, Alan Lazard showed you something in the first few games that he was playing for the Packers, and they're dearly needing another playmaker in this offense. They've gotten contributions, certainly, from Robert Tanyan and the tight end spot. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how they utilize that in, in the backfield, I think a guy that, that could be interesting for tonight, and that's Tyler Irvin. But, I, you know, I, I, I know that the, the line is continuing to move in, in, in 49er fashion. I'm, I'm, I'm a little skeptical of that. Sorry, in, against the 49ers and, and for the Packers. But I, I don't know. I, I think it's tough. For me, I think Aaron Rodgers, 
Uh, when usually when his back is against the wall, he kind of strikes. I think Devontae Adams has been really impossible to contain. In his last six or seven games played, he's just got, where he's actually stayed on the field healthy. He's just decimated opponents. I just could see this team where the Niners are maybe unable to do some things with this offense because they don't have their skilled players. As you mentioned, no Kittle. And Nick Mullins is kind of thrown into the fire here. Uh, and I think the, you know it could be a game where Aaron Rodgers is you know finally says, you know what, enough is enough. F you, San Fran. You didn't draft me, and I'm, I'm going to take it to you this week because you got me good last year. So I, I am leaning on the Niners. Uh, sorry, I'm leaning on the Packers to win this game. I'm probably not super comfortable laying the seven and a half points, but I, I see the Packers winning this game after a tough defeat last, last week. Yeah, uh, 48 and a half, and if you won the total. Yeah, no view on the total. I, I no view on the total. I, I'm actually I, I I like the Packers in this game. I don't know if I do the seven and a half, but you know I have I've actually more interest in the player prop side of this game than I do on the uh, on the on the on the line or the over under. Right, so let's transition to that. Uh, is there one or two that stand out? Do you like several of them? What what uh, what what do you like in terms of the player props for the game tonight? I think I think Jarek McKinnon is is going to have to be used a lot in this game. So you know, I, I and just because so his over under for for total yards today is, is fifty one and a half. I, I like the over under, and I know Hasty is probably going to do the heavy lifting on first and second down. But I like McKinnon to make a big impact in this game in the passing game. Um, so rather than take the line in the passing game, which is minus one fifty, I'd like to combine the rushing and receiving yards. I see McKinnon as being a big uh, beneficiary. Of of everything that's kind of gone on in the injury side. I also want to see if Jordan Reed ends up playing in this game, which has not been announced yet. He's not listed as a as a, as a prop bet uh, at this point in time, but that may affect my decision on on McKinnon if 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 he does play. But I like McKinnon over on the yards at 51 and a half. I'm going to take the over on that. Interesting. Uh any others that stood out for you as far as player props or that's the kind of one that you're going to you're going to hang your hat on. Uh, Devontae Adams, 79 and a half yards. This guy's going to – I see one of these games where Devontae Adams is throwing the ball 15 times in this game. So you, you, name, you, name, you name the limit for Devontae Adams. To me, that yardage total is way too low. Okay. And uh, I'm looking at the player props right now. Very interesting. It's kind of low. Uh, you very rarely see a quarterback yardage this low, but – Two ten and a half for for, for Nick Mullins. Uh, I don't really have any any view on that one. Um, I'll tell you who I like. Um, I, I like a player for the over that has been qu- uh, quiet the last few weeks, but I, I think he's gonna you know to have a standout game is Robert Tanyan, the tight end for the Packers, and he had a couple of. He had that one amazing game on Monday Night Football, and uh, and I think I'm going to like him over 36 and a half yards receiving, and I'm also going to plug and play him um, in uh, DraftKings as well. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, Trent Taylor on the other side, a player that you mentioned that we that we you know picked up. He's one of these clever receivers, and uh, who knows, maybe Nick Mullins being a backup 
quarterback for almost all of the year and, 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 and last year, and Trent Taylor, maybe they've developed some kind of connection, you know, both being like on the, you know, guys who, who don't get starter reps, so maybe those two have a connection. So I'm going to play Tanyan over, I'm going to play Trent Taylor over, and I'm going to put both of those players in my DraftKings lineups, sprinkle them in there, and uh, – and play them with the logical stuff. I think one of the interesting bets on Taylor is actually his his uh, rece- receptions. So it's four and a half for his receptions. It's plus 130. So if, if you're right on kind of how the, the situation evolves, because they're, you know, they're basically going to roll out, I think they would roll out Trent Taylor, Richie James, and I believe it or not, I think Tavon Austin might be active on this roster. I got, I got to double check that. But those might be okay. the th- three starting receivers. But... Four and a half receptions plus one thirty. Trent Taylor. That might not be a bad play uh, if we're correct on kind of game flow in this one. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think you know th- those are the type of throws that Mullen likes to make, and uh, you know even Ross Dwelly is a guy that without Kittle in the lineup couldn't do something. So. Uh, there's not really much to choose from. I mean, you know, the obvious stuff that you mentioned with Adams, of course, and and uh, anything you want to do with Aaron Rodgers, and you're waiting to see who plays for Green Bay, if Aaron Jones is playing. But, yeah, I, I think Trent Taylor may have a connection with Nick Moan, so I like him as well. And, uh, yeah, I think over four and a half um, can make a lot of sense because uh, he may be, you know, throwing some short passes. So, uh that 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 one sounds pretty good as well. This is kind of a funny game, I think, from a DraftKings perspective. If you're playing, you know, the, the Thursday night matchup by itself, right? Where, you know, you've got a couple of options on on all of these teams. You know, do you go with Hasty or McKinnon for the running back for the Niners? Do you go if if Aaron Jones doesn't play? Is it Dexter Williams or Tyler Irvin who's more productive in this offense? Right? You know, you mentioned Tanyan. You know, does it got is it going to be Jordan Reed or is it going to be Dwelly? Like, I think there's a lot of funky combinations that you can come up with with this game tonight because of everything that's happened with COVID that that make it a little bit more from an interesting from a betting perspective and from a a prognostica- prognostication standpoint, a very different game to kind of play around with. So, and, I, and, and like I said, you know, Tyler Irvin, who in, in a few games this year has done some stuff, could you see him catching five or six balls if there's no, if there's no uh, uh, Aaron Jones this week? Absolutely. So, I, you know, I think there's some interesting plays. I haven't looked at the prices, you know, for tonight's game, but I think you can come up with, with a myriad of combinations to put out a, a funky lineup that can, actually do some real damage tonight, you know, based on what's going to happen. Look, Aaron Jones is going to come to play. He's going to be throwing the ball. I have confidence in this offense showing up tonight. That's that's what I that's the one thing I have confidence in tonight is the Arizona is the San Francisco offense tonight. I think they will show up and play a good game. Even without even if Aaron Jones sits out and they really are a one man band with Devontae Adams? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think to your point, he'll find a way to get the Tyler Irvins, the Robert Tanyans. Like I said, let's see if Lazard is active. He's made the plane trip. Uh, apparently, he was posting pictures of himself on the plane on social media. The Packers have been church mice on it. They haven't said two words. Uh, we know the player was taken off of IR, like I said, 10, 11 days ago. He's been practicing. He's looked okay in practice. They didn't rush him back th- last week. Question does, does he play this week? Because, they, like I said, they're getting nothing else from anybody else in that passing game. So Lazard would be a uh, sight for sore eyes for uh, Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm probably going to play the $15 um, Thursday night special with, you know, $2.5 in the in the prize pool. And I know I talk about this often, but if there's ever a game that the one thing you should be looking for is leverage on ownership, it's this game, it's this game tonight. So I'm not even concerned about the talent. I'm really looking for ownership leverage where I can get one of these guys who are going to come out of the blue and have a big game. And, uh, and when everyone else is zigging, I want to zag. And this game is really made for that because like you said, you know, look, you have a couple of your short things, but you know, when you have to put six guys in your lineup, you certainly want to sprinkle in a few guys that really nobody else is thinking of. And, uh, you know, you want to look at the inactives. You want to see who's active for the game uh, and what kind of personnel they may use in this game. And then, you know, take a, take a good stab with that. But as far as this game, ownership leverage is the name of the game. And I would say the one thing, uh, I, I don't really have much more to add in this game, but I, I think what this game is showing you, and look, if you listen to the health experts, uh, whether it's Dr. Scott Gottlieb or uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, you know, and it's very clear that COVID cases are rising. Hopefully the mitigation steps are put in. But the NFL looks like it's going to be impacted a lot more over the next few weeks. So I think you really got to be concentrating when it comes to waiver wires. You got to be creative. We're also in the throes of, of bye weeks. So there's a lot happening here. So you got to pay attention. I think there's opportunities where, you know, you can get some of these players in there. And if you're... If you if you're quick on your feet, you know there's an opportunity. You know I thought about this last week with Jamison Crowder being out. I didn't pick him up for the week. I, I thought Brian Berrios was a, was an interesting pickup for the week. He ended up catching eight balls for 34 yards. And you could say, oh, 34 yards is nothing, but in a PPR league, that's a nice little game. But I think there's going to be a number of those opportunities where you can find players to help, uh, you know, mitigate factors that you're dealing with when it comes to injuries and bye weeks. And I think COVID is going to be impacting games a lot more over the next few weeks. So my advice to you is to pay very careful attention on your waiver wires kind of moving forward. And you got to save some bullets if you're in a league where you're actually uh, going back and forth with money, you know, where you need to you accumulate money and you're paying each week. You got to save some dollars for down the end of the road because there is going to be a chance where you're going to need to pick some players. And whether it's a dollar or two and you can stick them in their lineup, you're going to see that happen with more frequency, I believe, as we move through the season. Yeah, and hopefully something that we've been talking about for months and months and months is that your league has set up safety nets, which should include Sunday pickups because, you know, a lot of these things are going to come out on Sunday morning and games move back, postpone players if they're going to play or not. So, you know, I know we've talked about that and, and we've talked to guys who run leagues and try to encourage them to do that. Some have, some haven't. Um, and I think, you know, down the stretch, uh, to your point, the more safety nets and precautions your league has where, you know, you can and are allowed to make Sunday COVID pickups, you know, if your player comes down with COVID on, you know, and, and moves need to be made on Sunday, your your league is set up for that because uh, I think it's probably going to get, um, you know, a little bit more murky as the season goes on with that.
But I do, I have to say to that point, Wiz, I feel like the NFL has really done a tremendous job on this. They're, the contact tracing part of this, uh, the control process, you know, they could have had a situation in Tennessee early this year that could have been a disaster. But I, I think they acted, reacted quickly. And I do think, you know, look, they want to play these games. Like I said, there's some people wondering why the hell are we playing this game tonight? But I think there's some confidence in, in, the, in the processes that the teams are actually utilizing to put games, uh, you know, to put put games on in a safe fashion. Yes, it leads you to believe that maybe people in government should be looking at what the NFL is doing with this and saying that there are better ways and contact tracing and frequent testing is something that's not going to stop it, but you're looking to slow it down and, and make things... Um, as reasonable as possible, considering the pandemic and the circumstances we're under. So to your point, I mean, you know, the NBA did it their way, an incredible thing with the bubble. The NFL has elected not to do that, but they, they, they have, you know, they've learned from other sports, uh, like something that I was mentioning for months, is the NFL going to learn from other sports? And it seems they have, and they got, you know, the, the best healthcare professionals, you know, uh, leading the way on how to go about this. And uh, they, they, they've done a terrific job, no doubt about it. Yeah, and we know we had a lot of friends of ours, uh, especially our boy Z-Man, who was uh, saying that there was going to be no football this year. And that's uh, been proven to be uh, another <laughs> fatal error in his uh, in his process. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we're off and running. Week 9 starts tonight. Um Wiz, I wish you a good afternoon. Yeah, take care of yourself. Um, excited for the week. A lot to talk about. We'll probably do either a show Friday night or or Saturday morning once we have all the news uh, for the upcoming week. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the game tonight, Wiz, and uh, we'll catch up again later in the week. You got it.